Section 8 of Celtic Folk and Fairy Tales. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Celtic Folk and Fairy Tales. Edited by Joseph Jacobs. Section 8 The Sprightly Tailor. Recorded by Charlotte Duckett. A sprightly tailor was employed by the great MacDonald in his castle at Saddle in order to make the laird a pair of trues used in the olden time, and trues being the vest and breeches united in one piece and ornamented with fringes were very comfortable and suitable to be worn in walking or dancing. MacDonald said to the tailor that if he would make trues by night in the church he would get a handsome reward, for it was thought that the old ruined church was haunted and that fearsome things were to be seen there at night. The tailor was well aware of this, but he was a sprightly man, and when the laird dared him to make the trues by night in the church, the tailor was not daunted, but took it in hand to gain the prize. So, when night came, away he went up the glen, about half a mile distance from the castle, till he came to the old church. Then he chose him a nice gravestone for a seat, and lighted his candle, and put on his thimble, and set to work at the trues, plying his needle nimbly, and thinking about the hire that the laird would have to give him. For some time he got on pretty well, until he felt the floor all a-tremble under his feet, and looking about him, but keeping his fingers at his work, he saw the appearance of a giant human head rising up from the stone pavement of the church. When the head had risen above the surface, there came a great, great voice. The voice said, Do you see this great head of mine? I see that, but I'll sew this, replied the sprightly tailor, and he stitched away at the trews. Then the head rose higher up through the pavement, until its neck appeared, and when its neck was shown, the thundering voice came again, and said, Do you see this great neck of mine? I see that, but I'll sew this, said the sprightly tailor, and he stitched away at the trews. Then the head and neck rose higher still, until the great shoulders and chest were shown above the ground, and again the mighty voice thundered, Do you see this great chest of mine? And again the sprightly tailor replied, I see that, but I'll sew this, and stitched away at his trews, and still it kept rising through the pavement, until it shook a great pair of arms in the tailor's face, and said, Do you see these great arms of mine? I see those, but I'll sew this, answered the tailor, and he stitched hard at his trews, for he knew that he had no time to lose. The sprightly tailor was taking the long stitches, when he saw it gradually rising and rising through the floor, until it lifted out one great leg, and stamped with it upon the pavement, and in a roaring voice, Do you see this great leg of mine? Aye, aye, I see that, but I'll sew this cried the tailor, and his fingers flew with the needle, and he took such long stitches that he was just come to the end of the trews when it was taking up its other leg. But before it could pull it out of the pavement, the sprightly tailor had finished his task, and, blowing out the candle, and springing up from his gravestone, he buckled up and ran out of the church with the trews under his arm. Then the fearsome thing gave out a loud roar, and stamped with both his feet upon the pavement, and out of the church he went after the sprightly tailor. Down the glen they ran, 
faster than the stream when the flood rides in but the tailor had got the start and a nimble pair of legs and he did not choose to lose the laird's reward and though the thing roared at him to stop yet the sprightly tailor was not the man to be broken by a monster so he held his trews tight and let no darkness grow under his feet until he reached saddle castle he had no sooner got inside the gate and shut it than the monster came up to it and enraged at losing his prize struck the wall above the gate and left there the mark of his five great fingers you may see them plainly to this day if you'll only peer close enough but the sprightly tailor gained his reward for macdonald paid him handsomely for the trews and never discovered that a few stitches were somewhat long end of section eight the sprightly tailor recorded by charlotte duckett